This episode of the Model Made Podcast is brought to you by Model Mastery, the one-on-one coaching program that helps you create a modeling career that pays in 90 days. Learn more about Model Mastery on themodeluniversity.com or by clicking the link in this episode's description box. Now, let's get into today's episode. Welcome to the Model Made Podcast, the podcast for models by a model. Tune in for tips, tricks, and talks that will elevate you in your modeling journey. This podcast is possible thanks to Model University, which aims to educate and elevate models to their full potential and paycheck. Now, here's your host, internationally working, multi-agency represented, professional model and coach, Lola Shaw. Welcome to the end of our series. I'm Lola Shaw. I'm the Dean at Model University, and let's really get into it. So we have finally reached showing you how to get signed as a model right? The <laughs> number one requested thing for any new model, for models who have been at for a while, everybody's still seeking agency validation. Like 99% of people inside the industry are seeking agency validation. I am a part of that 99%. I've already gotten the validation, but I made it possible well before I got the validation from multi being multi-agency represented. Like, And you're going to hear that inside of this class. So like, don't worry. But the original content that spurred the series with this particular modeling coach who was saying in her caption all these things. And I'm just like, this it has to be addressed because these, this mentality, this outlook is what is causing so many models to only go after success that looks one way, to miss out on the jobs and opportunities they could be having or to altogether just give up because they're not having the success they thought they would. And I go through everything bar for bar from that caption inside the series. So if you want to hear the original like caption, definitely check out the first video in the series. I'll link it either in the description box below or somewhere up here. I'm going to give the final class live on Instagram at the Model University official Instagram here. So that's where I'll be teaching, preaching, doing my thing, doing my thing, doing my thing. The hat is on. The hat is on, baby. So um, hold on. And if this is the first video that you're seeing of me, I'm so sorry. Um, I will just go back and watch the original video that started the series so you can actually like see how I am. This is a person because once the hat is on, I'm teaching. This is how my one-on-one students and um, my course students inside of the university, like this is what they get. Shoot it from the hip. Straight shot, no chaser. It's just, mm, it's it's blunt. It's blunt. So um. Please take it with all the love that was intended. Uh, <laughs> please. And if you have any questions, comments, or concerns, you can always, you know, drop them below the video. All right. So with that being said, showing you how to get signed, y'all. Mm. Let's talk about it. Showing you how to get signed. Let's talk about it, y'all. Hey, everybody. I'm Lola Shell. I'm the dean here at the Model University. <laughs> I'm an internationally working, multi-agency represented professional model and model coach, okay? And this is the last class for the series, y'all, okay? So if you got here, be sure that you've watched all the other class replays, listen to all the other podcast episodes because we are in for a wild ride. The hat is on and so am I, all right? We are debunking the last sentence in that original caption of the content that was brought to my attention by my former one-on-one student. And the last, last, Last sentence of this caption was show you how to get signed. Let's talk about it, y'all. And 
I have to start it off because like y'all already know when the hat is on, I'm I'm here. I'm rapid firing. Just because somebody knows one way to get signed does not mean they know the best way to get signed for you. I'm going to just leave that there. Not every model is going to be a rowing model. Not every model is going to be a high fashion model. Not every model is going to be a commercial model. Not every model is going to need development. Like there are so many different ways to get signed as a model, as a talent, as an influencer. There's so many ways to be signed. So many ways to be listed. So many, so many intricacies based on your market, based on, you know, what type of work you do, based on where you're trying to go in your career. There's so many ways that you can be getting signed. So many ways. So many ways. And with that being said, let's break it down. We have a three-part class right now. I don't want to overstep my note. So I'm going to start us from the very, very beginning. Point number one. Oh, before I start, just so you guys know, if you have not, again, I don't know if I said this earlier, but if you have not seen the original class, definitely check that out because I really am about to be very direct and I don't want you guys to feel like this is me attacking you. I, I want you guys to understand that like, this is where I brought, like, this is what I do, that I am a full-time model. I make my bread and butter through modeling. So as a full-time model who got rejected by every agency when she first started out, who had to leverage freelance modeling to make money and make a name for myself, who used freelance modeling to not only attract international clients, but work internationally and get my first agency, I take this statement showing you how to get signed very seriously, very seriously. And the reason why I do not promise this in the university is because not every model needs to be signed to be successful. Not every model needs to be signed to make money. It's not a necessity. Agencies amplify. And sometimes based on where you're located, the lifestyle that you're living, what you're trying to do with your life next, an agency is not in the cards. Can I show you how to get signed? Of course. But more important than that is showing you how to generate income through modeling. Because if you could generate income through modeling now, you can continue to do so as you build up towards agency representation. And nine times out of 10, if you know how to leverage the jobs that you're getting as a freelance model, you can find models who are doing similar work and ask for recommendations for their agencies. And that's a method that I, you know, of course, teach my models when I work with them one-on-one. But again, everything is different for every model. And because of that, I do not make blanketed statements like this. Like, I'm sure you got to get signed. No, every model is different. Every model is different. And with that being said, let's tack- tackle step number one, okay? Because y'all see me, I'm about to go, I'm already on it. I'm already, I'm, I'm on it, I'm in it, I'm already, I'm already doing it, okay? So let, let me just stick to the script, stick to the script, okay? Let's try to do it. First element of the class, signing varies for every model. Signing varies for every model. I'm gonna throw this back to the example that I gave you guys with Ebony Davis. I did this in a previous class, so you guys can go back and check that out. And I talked about, you know, how she's represented, what she did after American Next Top Model, how she found success, and it wasn't the traditional route. Ebony Davis has a mother agency, and then she has a talent agency. She has another talent agency as well that represents her as like a creative. So we've got like three different forms of representation, but none of them are the household representation names that you guys know, like Wilhelmina, IMG, Elite, etc. It's none of those. And she's still getting Calvin Klein campaigns. She's still covering magazines. She's still doing TED Talks. She's still traveling for Fashion Week. Like, she's still covering editorials. She's still got beauty campaigns. Like, she's still working. But she found a form of representation that worked for her. And chances are, when people talk about getting signed, they're thinking of the traditional way to get signed through a traditional fashion modeling agency. Or that's what they're describing when they're saying, I'm going to help you get signed. Every model is different. 
And this is why I go so hard for the fundamentals, because if you understand fundamentally why you're trying to model and the goals that you're trying to get as a model and you align your niche and your market with that, finding the right agency for you will be so much easier. When I first started out, I was applying to fashion agencies. I am not 5'9". I am not 5'10". That was the height requirements that they were wanting from their models and from their prospects because that's what their clients wanted. There's nothing that's going to make me that tall outside of heels. And they want you to be that tall barefoot. So like I, I had an agency literally had me take off my shoes, put my back against the wall and measured me just to tell me I was too short. Yeah. So as somebody who understands what it's like to be rejected from agencies because you don't fit what they need or what they their clients like or anything like that. Trust me, I get it. I get it. But if I would have felt like fashion agencies were the only agencies, I would not have gotten my first form of representation and I would not have grown my representation because I understood my fundamentals. I understand that I wanted to work internationally. And yes, you can do that with fashion agencies. Of course you can, like totally. In my particular market, it was much easier to do that if I worked commercially. And just to give you guys like a quick update, my modeling niches are beauty, commercial, and fashion. My market is Miami. So those things worked very well and would help me to accomplish my original goal, which was to be an international model, which if you guys listen to the podcast, I go over like how I started modeling how I reached my first goals, how I got represented, et cetera. So if you guys ever want to check that out, it's the Model Made Podcast, totally free. Season one, episode one. It's like the best version of it. All right. So with my niche and market in mind, and I knew why I wanted to model, I knew my goals, it became very easy for me to realize that the easiest way for me to do that was to go through commercial modeling. Because beauty modeling is great, but you don't have to go internationally to do that. You can shoot that stateside and it can be sent out internationally. Um, Fashion... Yeah, you could, but they're going to be looking for the more traditional fashion model, which I was not. That's fine. But commercial modeling was a great way for me to be a perfect fit for the clients that they had and be able to work internationally because I already had my passport. But I would have never thought about that if all I ever thought was the only way to be signed is to be signed with the fashion agency. I would have overlooked so many other opportunities with other forms of representation that are still modeling agencies that would still get me my outcome which is why in previous classes, I was telling you guys, if you define success for yourself, somebody will tell you what success is and then tell you that you're not successful. That's a quote right there. That's a quote right there. Hello. If you do not define what success is for you, somebody else will tell you what success is and then tell you you're not successful. That's a dangerous game to play. Dangerous game to play. I do not recommend it. So again, signing varies for every single model. If you have not already, figure out your fundamentals, figure out why you're trying to model, figure out your goals as a model, figure out your niche that fits you as you are, not you when you lose 50 pounds, not you when you grow two inches, not you when you relocate to New York, you right now. Then understand your market and what works well there and then set your rate. Once you have those core elements, you can build the other four pillars inside of your modeling career. If you don't know what I'm talking about, grab your free money-making model guide and it walks you through the five pillars of a successful modeling career and really for anybody who wants to make money through modeling, of course. But y'all, if you go through your fundamentals and you understand what works for you as you are and where you are, you can find an agency that will amplify it. And that's why I'm always talking to you guys about this inside the university, on the podcast, in previous classes, in person. Agencies aren't everything, but agencies do amplify. Like I told you guys in previous classes, you can sign to an agency and get shelved. Then what? Agencies are not the end-all be-all to your success. Understanding what works for you as you are and where you are is so important because you can make money 
no matter what, no matter if your look is in, no matter if an HC wants you or not, no matter where you're located, you can make money. And if you can make money through modeling, you can grow anything else. You can double down on what works well for you and find an agency who does the same thing to amplify your efforts. But solely relying on a high fashion agency to show you your worth and validate you and value you as a model, everybody's not going to be a high fashion model. And if you don't understand what type of model you are, you could be around here being a whole fit model. And there are agencies specifically for fit modeling. And you're over here applying to fashion agencies that don't have a fit develop, uh, a fit department, a fit division. Sorry about that. You're applying to agencies that don't cater to what you do. And long ball, you could have been agency represented with an amazing fit modeling agency a long time ago if you would have actually stopped and understood what you did well as you are, especially if you're in a market that has a lot of manufacturing. Like, these are things, I see the lights going up. I see the lights going up and I thank y'all if y'all are tuning in live because the hat is hatting. This is, this is literally what I do in the university. I am literally there to show you guys bar for bar what is possible for you. And what's possible for you normally requires you to look at the industry a completely different way. Starting off with signing barriers for every model. If your goal is to be signed and you don't know what success is for you and you're just trying to be signed, you'll keep going after agencies that don't value what you bring to the table. And that's not their fault. It's yours. They know what they want. They know what they need. They know what books. They know what works for them. If it's not you and you keep going to them, hoping that one day it's going to be different, hoping that one day they're going to understand, hoping that one day you'll fit in for their clientele, you're wasting your time. I can't even say you're wasting theirs. They're just not going to reply. A lot of them, unless they're trying to bring you up for an interview, they're not going to reply. Way too many people submit on a daily basis for them to be telling everybody who doesn't fit that you don't fit. So signing varies for every model. So if somebody's sitting up there saying like, oh, I'm sure you got to be signed and they don't even take the time to understand what type of model you are, where you're located, what's, what, what your goals are, why you're modeling. If they don't know that basic information and you don't know that basic information, you're probably going to waste your time, especially if you're not the traditional fashion model. Yeah. Just to make sure that I didn't lose you inside of that like very in-depth uh, pillar. If you're on your live, definitely drop a one if that all made sense. If you're watching the replay, go ahead and drop a one inside of the comments. I'd really appreciate it because if it's not making sense, I want you to drop a zero. And then, of course, I'll catch up to you and make sure that, you know, I can kind of explain it further. But y'all, I just want to like, it's basic information. Every model's not the same. Every agency's not the same. So signing for you as a model is going to differ. There's some models who can get farther without an agency than with one. It all depends. It really all depends. But now that I understand the one is there, we can move on. Part two. Different agencies can work for you at different points in your career. Let's talk about this. I got to adjust the hat because we're going to go in on my career. All right. Actually, we're going to go in on my career and then I'm going to tell you guys story time. Okay. In my career, and I touched on this in a previous class. So go back and watch that in the series. It's before this class. So when I first started out, my first modeling agency was a boutique fashion agency in Miami. Super cute. They got me um, catalog and print work. And that was really cool, you know? It fell under commercial work, of course. Like, that's when I started to realize, like, oh, snap. This is all under the same house. Awesome. <laughs> so I, like, moved from there. Right, right. So they were, like, my first agency. As I grew my representation, they were my first agency. By the end of the following year, I probably had, like, four or five agencies on my, like, that I was listed with. Ooh, and then, like, two years later, I had, like, a dozen 
agencies I was with on paper. So, and I like worked a job for each of them at different times in my life. Right, right. So now I've like dwindled down. Like I've like, not that I've dwindled down, but I've kind of just like cut representation as I went along because it's just like, well, they're, they're not getting me the work. It doesn't, doesn't make any sense. But I also talked about that on a previous class as well. So let me just try to focus on this one. That agency was great for me when I started out. Why? I didn't have any other representation. So any jobs that they came across, nobody else was submitting me for those jobs. So naturally, if they submitted, submitted me for a job, I would submit for it through them. And if I got it, it's automatically through them. They were the only person representing me and it worked. As I grew my representation, my other agencies had more direct clients that directly booked me and were finding these general jobs faster and sending them to me quicker than my first agency to the point where the only things that she was sending me were like things that my other agencies were sending me. And so it got to a point where I had to realize this no longer fits for me at this point in my career. She doesn't have any direct clients that I'm working with consistently. She's not getting me any work that my other agencies isn't getting me. I had to call it quits. And I did. And I terminated my contract. And I talk about that in a previous class, like in the series. So definitely go and check that out. But what I needed them for in the beginning of my career, they provided. But as I grew, as I got more national campaigns, as I got more beauty work, as I got bigger clients that unfortunately this agency did not have connections to, there was nothing else they could do for my career moving forward. And so even if there's an agency that you started out with when you were first modeling, as you develop your career, you might stop doing certain niches altogether. You might move into a different market. There's a lot of things that can happen. You might end up having children and now you're more into like family, like family work. And that agency might not do it. Like, there's a number of reasons, but there's going to be different types of agencies for different forms of your career. And I say this with like all due respect. Just because an agency says no now does not mean that in the future, it won't be a yes. Just because there's an agency or agencies right now that you're applying to, you're not what they're looking for. You may take the time as a freelance model to develop yourself, to figure out what works for you, to understand your fundamentals. And to really actually start to build your assets and your networks and your monetization on your own, that when you get to scaling, you might have worked on certain sets where the other models were agency represented and you can connect and ask for referrals for their agencies. And look, now you're represented by the same agency that told you no, you know, a year or two ago. If you know you're a model that's ready to make consistent income as you are outside of your nine to five job and want some one on one help, DM us, I'm ready, on Instagram at the Model University Official so we can discuss the resources we have that can make that dream a reality. Now, let's get back to the episode. You literally never know. You literally never know, okay? And I, I say this like with all due respect because it's just like some of you guys go through your career thinking that no right now is a no forever. And that's not the case. And a lot of you guys are letting the no's right now stop you from doing the work so that the no won't be a forever no. You will literally apply to an agency and that's how you know. And you'll be like, oh, I'll just apply uh, um, a few months later. You didn't do no extra test shoots. You didn't try to book no jobs. You didn't, you know, do any self shoots. You haven't practiced your poses. You haven't gotten clear on what you're trying to do fundamentally. You're just going to submit some new digitals, maybe, I should hope they're new or updated. 
but you're just going to turn around and submit some new digitals a few months later and hope that's going to change their mind. Interesting. But let me let me stick back to the script. If you can understand that you never age out of modeling, and I talk about this on the podcast, but you never age out of modeling. And if you never age out of modeling, you just change what you do as a model. Chances are you're going to have to change your representation too. Case in point, I did the Michelob Ultra Super Bowl commercial for the Super Bowl that just passed. So the one with Rihanna. Yeah. I don't know if you guys are going like, to listen to this or watch this or whatever, but yeah, it was that Super Bowl. So I did the Michelob Ultra Super Bowl commercial. I saw my spot in it, but it wasn't like a strong like visibility. But you know what I'm saying? The check cleared, baby. <laughs> Whether that's just on my face, the check is in my account. Okay, let's not forget that. That's how it really went for most of my Super Bowl commercials. I just got the checks, honestly. And we love that. We do. And I see that y'all love that too on the live. Love that for us, okay? Anyway, I had the pleasure to talk with a model who was there as well. And I'm talking about, when we say traditional modeling, I would say this woman's probably like in her... Mm. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. My tongue did that like weird thing. So sorry about that. I'm trying not to lie. Uh, I'm gonna say early 40s. I don't know. She never sees this video ever. Okay, so she's probably in her early 40s. And when I say traditional model, baby, she has worked in New York, in LA, in Milan, in Italy. That's where she found her husband too. Mm. Um, he was also modeling. So they stayed in the model house together out in Europe. And like she did she did her big one in her career for sure. But at this point in her career, she was doing more lifestyle, resorts, boats, things of that nature. She still had a very like sig- like signature look, like a very classic look. That's what it's called. She had a very classic look. But because she is now aged, She's not doing as much high fashion stuff anymore. She started off in her teen years and early 20s doing high fashion editorials. But like I explained to you guys in the model fundamentals, inside of model money, when I work with you one-on-one, every single niche inside of the modeling industry has requirements and restrictions, okay? For high fashion models, for women, once you hit 23, normally you are out of that. You are normally no longer doing high fashion work. It might have stretched out to 25. I know for men, they can normally get away to like 25 or whatever. But you age out in your 20s, early 20s, because normally you've been doing high fashion work since like your late teen years. So that's about a good like five to seven years if you started at the age that they normally scout high fashion teenagers at. But it's just like, y'all, 23, 23, 25, and then you're old for a model. That's why a lot of people, like, when you guys used to get, like, scouted and, like, the the malls and stuff like that from, like, those, uh, I don't know how you call them. They're, like, model scouts, but, like, for, like, sleazy, like, mall model scouts. And not, like, the legit ones where it's just, like, oh, I own an HC and I'm in the mall and I saw you. It's, like, people who had, like, the tables and they had, like, the the runway behind them. They're just, like, oh, you look like a model. And they were trying to like scam you into paying all this money to do like a bootleg runway show in the middle of a mall where nobody would see you. And it's really weird. There's an era for that. Okay. Just, yeah. It does know that's a thing. Um, 
I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm like, because now I feel bad. I'm sorry. If anybody has ever gone through one of those things, I would love for you to share your story because I I feel bad. I feel bad. And if you need to like release some of that trauma, feel free. And if something ever like good happened from it, please tell me because I have yet to see somebody who did one of those shows and became something like after 1999. So, yeah, that's not the point. I'm so sorry. Like the hat was hiding. I'm sorry. I'm I'm feeling really bad. This is why I told you guys, you guys can't watch anything with me in a hat should not be your first video of like engaging with me. I'm just going to leave that there. Okay, moving forward. Trying to bring it back to the experience with the young lady. But because she has aged, the work that works for her has changed. So now, even though she does have modeling agencies, she does a lot more work with her talent agencies than her high fashion agencies because the talent agencies have more of the lifestyle work that is paying her well. Go figure. She never stopped modeling. Ever. She's been modeling since she was in like her teen, right? And mind you, doing high fashion, if you age out at like 23, she has to do something different after she got into her mid-20s. It's a, it's a thing. She had to do something different. And that's why I brought up the mall fashion shows because a lot of those people would carry around the information that, oh, oh, you're 20, you're 26. Oh, you're 32. Oh, you're you're way too old to be a model. And it's just like, no, you're not. You're you might be too old for high fashion modeling. That shit might not be where you want it to be right now in the port. But you can do other types of modeling. Like, that's a thing. Like, that's really a thing. It's a whole thing. It is. And the people who are savvy enough in this industry to adapt and to play to their strengths are the ones who are still modeling in their 40s and their 50s and their 60s and their 70s and their 80s. Yes, I've been on set with people in their 80s who are getting paid to be a model. But again, if you're stuck feeling like, oh, like, how do I say this? If you're in a space where you, in your mind, you're just like, oh, well, all I want to do is get signed to a fashion agency. Then if you happen to be older than the age of 18, and you don't have a certain look that's in for this season and you're in a market that doesn't really cater to that, chances are whatever somebody's trying to show you about how to get signed won't work for you. And if that's making sense, definitely drop a two in the chat. I also, uh, like if you're on here live, if you're watching the replay, drop a two inside of the comments. I do see that there is a question on the live and I love that. Um, I am going to take a screenshot of that. Um, and I'm going to do that in live model Q&A. I know I've been encouraging you guys to just send us your questions directly to our DMs because I'm going to gather all of them there and push it out that way. But just so you know, I will answer this on the live Q&A um, that goes with the series so that everybody's questions can be answered at one time. Um, but just know if you need it before then, I will directly answer you via DM. But I do want you to understand that like, this question right here will be answered again uh, in the live model Q&A. Hopefully that makes sense. Yeah. Okay. So with that being said, point number three to end us off, hopefully all that made sense on the live because I know I kind of like broke it up because I was trying to make sure I got the screenshot and then you text something else and it's just like, I'm doing my best. Um, But I will absolutely be 
answering you directly via DM. And then everybody else who sent us the DMs and sent the comments on the replays, everybody's going to be answered on the model Q&A. And that'll be done live. So it'll be answered again. All right. Last thing. Signing is only the start. So even if you do get agency represented, right? This person is telling you, oh, I'm going to make sure I teach you how to get signed. You know, signing is the only way. You need an agency. Freelancing is only going to take you so far. Da, 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 da. Signing is only the start. And y'all already know from previous classes, if you sign and get shelved, then what? If you sign a contract that doesn't allow you to get any work outside of the agency, then what? If you sign a contract where the agency gets a percentage of anything that you do, whether they got it for you or not, then what? Like, it's just the start. You still have to submit yourself to clients and do the go for it. You still have to make sure your portfolio is updated. You still have to try to book your jobs. You still have to make sure that you are putting out work. You still have to make sure that you're connecting with people. You still have to make sure that you're actually talking to your agent, um, making sure that all of your stuff is up to date. Like, you still have to work. You don't just apply to an agency, get signed, and that's all you have to do. No. And then when you book jobs, you have to do the job. You got to do the job. And then you have to wait for the payment. And then you have to do your taxes on the stuff that they paid you. And you got to make sure that your agency got their cut. And you still have to, like, live off of that if you're doing it full time. And the check doesn't go for 90 days. So you have to work enough to be able to maintain yourself during the feast and famine. So it's just like being signed is the first step. But it's not the only step. As somebody who has worked their butt off as a freelance model and worked their butt off as an agency model and worked their butt off during COVID when my agencies didn't give me nothing and worked my butt off again when COVID was like, you know, starting to get a bit better and more jobs were happening and worked my butt off, you know, trying to make money um, without having to go anywhere because things were so shut down. And work, like I have gone through the ringer with like freelance versus agency. And just because you get signed does not mean that everything is just like, rainbows and puppies after that you still have to work there are some agencies that if I don't update my book with them I book less why because sometimes your work gets old you know you have all this new stuff that you're doing all these new clients that you're working with you gotta put that in your portfolio you have to keep updating it you have to keep making sure that you are putting your best foot forward as a model and if you think that you're just gonna hand your book over to your agency and that's just going to be all you have to do and that's just going to be automatically giving you you know all of your bookings you got another thing coming baby especially if you don't understand your market and the seasons for your particular niche forget about it so somebody just showing you how to get signed isn't everything they show you how to get signed and that doesn't mean that it's going to work for you that doesn't mean they're showing you how to get signed with the right agency that doesn't mean they're showing you what to do after you get signed it doesn't mean they're showing you what to do to make sure it's the right agency for you like it's just showing you the process to getting signed and like, what does that mean if it doesn't work for you in the long run or the short run? Something for y'all to think about, baby. Something for y'all to think about, you know, because I hate for y'all to think that the modeling of the 90s or the early 2000s is the same type of modeling industry you're walking into right now. Because it's not. It's not. Like, it's really not. I promise you. Okay? I really do. And I don't say that to discourage you. I say that to shift your perspective. Because again, inside this university, my my main goal here is to make sure that over a thousand models know how to make money. Like if I can teach a thousand models to make money this year, I've done my job, baby. I have done my big one. Okay. That's my goal. That is my goal. That is so my goal, man. 
Like, because I know how it feels when a model tells me they got their first paid job because it's something that I taught them. I know how it feels to know that a model has made more on their own than with their agency. I know how it feels to actually like teach a model how to keep making money even when they have an agency. Like, I love that feeling because that feeling is power. That feeling lets that model know that they are worth it because they are. And they're proving it to themselves and to everybody else time and time again. And I freaking love it. Okay. That's why that's the new mission at the university. So as you guys see like other, you know, classes and things like that here on the Model University's Instagram or on our podcast, the Model Made Podcast or on TikTok or, you know, even on like YouTube, when you're seeing these things, the reason that I am pushing, you know, teaching you to make money as a model first is because if you could do it on your own, if you know how to make money through modeling, that's a skill you can use for the rest of your life. Doesn't matter the state of the economy. Doesn't matter if you have an agency or not. Doesn't matter if you have kids or not. Doesn't matter if you change where you live. Knowing and understanding how to make money through modeling is like a teaching you a trade that you can use for the rest of your life. And I just, I really love it. And that's really where I want to take the university. So showing you how to get signed is a great additional step, but it's not required for you to make money. Being agency represented is great. But it's not re- it's not required for you to make money. And at the end of the day, if you know how to make money through modeling on your own, you can always find an agency to amplify it based on where you are in your career, you know? And as that continues to change, so will how you look at representation, okay? All right, that's everything. That's everything. I'm trying to keep it short, sweet, to the point, y'all. We've been, we've been at this for a while. Um, I see the questions that are inside the chat. I'll be DMing you guys like, directly um and then of course this is actually really great because our next class is going to be the model q a so this is the last class of the series but as far as the classes are concerned but i'm going to have a q a style session coming up and i'll be answering all of your questions so please stay tuned for that if you haven't already shoot us over a dm with any questions comments or concerns or you can drop them in the replay for this class uh, if you're listening to this on the podcast, don't worry. You can always reach out to us with your questions at the Model University Official on Instagram. And remember, everybody who follows us gets a free money-making model guide so that you can actually start to understand the skill of making money through modeling. All right, guys, it's been amazing. I will talk to you guys soon on the Q&A. Bye. Woo! And that's the series, y'all. Okay, so I didn't go as hard on this one as I thought I was going to. I feel like I had a lot more stories and I went like really in depth on certain things. And like there was one point where I think I forgot what I was saying. But if you realize that I forgot what I where I was saying, if you realize I forgot what I was saying, put the timestamp like where you think I forgot where I was saying inside of like the comments. Because I would love to see who could pinpoint that. Um, yeah, but. I mean, everything that I said when it comes to like being signed, agencies are everything, but agencies do amplify. And if you guys ever check out the Model Made podcast, it's by the Model University, but you can listen to it anywhere podcast or listen to. If you actually listen to that, like there's a couple of episodes where I tell you that like agencies aren't everything. And I'll walk you guys through pros and cons as well as like what to be thinking about and looking out for inside of these situations, you know? But with that, I'm going to wrap us up here. Um, I will have like, a lot of things coming down the pipeline on YouTube, on Instagram, on TikTok, and on the podcast. So I'm really trying to make sure that, like I told you guys, I want at least a thousand models to have been able to make money through what I've taught here on the university. And if I've done that, I have started, I did my big one for this year. That's my goal for the year. Um, I definitely want to grow that 
in the coming years. But I think starting with a thousand is like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, remember, anything that I've mentioned is in the description box below. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns, definitely check out the Model University official and send us a quick DM. Again, it's been amazing. I'll talk to you guys again really soon. Bye. That's all for this episode of the Model Made Podcast. Let me know what you learned by dropping a five-star review or DMing me at the Model University official over on Instagram. If you want to go from taking notes on the podcast to taking action in your modeling career, check out the Money Making Model Guide, where you'll learn how to build the money-making modeling career that fits you as you are. Grab your free copy of the Money Making Model Guide and learn my exact five steps that built my full-time modeling career in the description box below. And I'll catch you on the next episode.